periods of depression, periods of loneliness, periods of, you know, where you're, you feel like you're out in the world all by yourself and you don't have anything to lean on or anyone to lean on. And, you know, I had a, I I had a pretty rough childhood, um, you know, of, of abuse. And, and I think for me, and I, I, I've talked with a lot of endurance people. You're kind of running from something, you know? So there's something that kind of keeps you running. This is Scratch Your Own Itch. The one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So, you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Hey, you. Yeah, just you. So, my curiosity question for you is, do you ever work on your mental six-pack? Let me ask you that again. Do you ever work on your mental six-pack? Okay, so let me set the tone. So many of us love to work out. I mean, some of us don't. But if you do, one person in particular is my guest, Tony Meyer. Tony Meyer has not only worked on his mental six-pack game, but he is also a 20-plus-year veteran in the health and fitness industry. An industry speaker and consultant, Tony has been a mentor and leader in the health and fitness industry for years. Tony began his career in 1992 with the Tennis Corporations of America as a personal trainer and later as the director of fitness and aquatics. He has devoted his life to helping others change and improve their lives. His mission is simple. He is driven by love and his passion to health and wellness and his vehicles for changing lives of men and women all around. He serves trains, educates, and motivates to make the world a healthier place. So, without further ado, I'd love for you to give a warm welcome to the one and only Tony Meyer. Hey, Tony, man, how you doing? Doing great, Logan. It's great to be with you, man. Oh, man, the pleasure is mine. So, uh, wow, Uh, we know each other because, well, I, I work out at the gym right down the street. 
from my house. So this is pretty cool to do an interview that's uh, that's close by where I, I get to see the face of the the man I'm interviewing. And uh, I can tell anyone that's listening right now that the character that I'm interviewing today is uh, head to toe, just filled with motivation, filled with inspiration, filled with with wanting to to help people in the best way possible. So uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. My absolute pleasure, man. I I, uh, I I have admiration for you, young entrepreneur, and doing what you're doing and helping as many people as you're helping as well, man. I listen to your podcast myself, so I uh, be silly for me not to even uh, think about coming on here. It's just a great opportunity for the both of us. Thanks, man. Uh so let's start it off. The mission of the show is to scratch your own itch by solving a problem that you see in yourself. And by solving this problem that you have for yourself, you solve it for others too. And to turn a business out of it. So how have you done this in your own life? Well, I think for me, uh, it happened by somewhat of an accident. Well, my, I started my career off as uh, trying to uh, break into the mental health and, and substance abuse uh, as a rec therapist. And then what I found happening a lot in the health industry is that uh, it is all dictated by, you know, healthcare coverage. And so what I found was, you know, we would get people uh, in treatment, get them stabilized and put them back in the same environment and expect a different result. And after a couple of years of that, you know, I just couldn't do it anymore. And so uh, I got it. I was already doing some personal training um, and I had an opportunity to become a director uh, at, the, at the club that I was working at. And it just kind of catapulted my career into, um, you know, club management and, and, training trainers and those types of things because um at the end of the day you know you can help a lot more people if you you know could train up a team of people to do it so that's that's kind of what kind of started me uh in this in this career path but my motivation was very simple is to uh, help as many people as i possibly could and uh in 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 that respect you know it's um you know, there's a reason why you help people and it's because, you know, maybe you've been hurt yourself in life. And so that's, that's, that's always been my, my motivation for doing what I do. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I live the lifestyle that I preach. I don't, I, I really truly do. Um, it's, it's fun for me. Um, as crazy as it sounds, but, um, there, there's something just, um, very liberating about, you know, taking your body to a, to a limit, uh, that it's never been before. And I just enjoy it. I mean, it's so much fun for me. So, uh, what, what was the first time that, or instance in which you actually started to push yourself and really like take yourself to the, to the limits? Tell us uh, that story. Well, I think, you know, in, in, in high school, I mean, I was a high school athlete. So, 
you know, there were instances in, in, in that, in that, um, where I, where, you know, you were able to kind of push yourself and, and the endorphins take over and you get that sensation of, uh, of feeling good. Um, when I usually speak in front of people, one of the things that I always try to convey is that exercise is probably the, by far the best antidepressant that you could ever, uh, take. Um, and it really just requires you to move a little bit. And so when I was taking my body to, to the next level, so to speak, uh, in athletics, uh, once high school athletics was over, it was like, okay, what do you do next? And you're always just trying to find the next challenge. Uh, so, you know, for me, I wasn't an extraordinary athlete, but one thing that you can, everyone can do is they can walk a straight line or they can run a straight line or they can jog a straight line. And that's what I started doing. So I started doing just local races. And then as you, I got older and things developed, you know, you got into adventure races and then I discovered triathlon, which is my drug of choice. Um, <laughs> and I, I have been addicted to that ever since, but you know, I, I just feel like that it gives me so much more back than I ever put forth the effort on, you know? Yeah. 100% triathletes are crazy. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> You're nuts if you can do a triathlon. I mean, literally, that's um, explain to someone that doesn't know what a triathlon is. What is that? Well, there, there's different. Uh, obviously, there's different uh, uh, distances, but the one that everyone knows about is uh, the Ironman triathlon, and that distance is a uh, you know a 2.4 mile swim followed by a 113 turn to 12 mile bike ride. And then, you know, uh, a marathon, which is a 26.2 mile run. Um, so, you know, like, for example, when I first started training for my, my first Ironman, I had done a, you know, some sprints and then I had done a half Ironman and then I, uh, you know, did the full one. Um, but for me, um, it was such a exhilarating feeling of accomplishment. Um, and I went to, I went into it just, I'm going to, it's going to be a long day of work for me. And that's, that's the way I looked at it. And I'm one of those guys who I kind of appreciate hard work. Um, so when you go in and do something like that, um, and all the training and all the, the blood, sweat and tears that you put into it, you come out on the other end and you, you have this great sense of accomplishment. And it's hard to replace anything like that. So, you know, it's always to onto the next thing and onto the next thing or onto the next triathlon or whatever it might be, you know. Um, I did a uh, triathlon relay with a three person team in Utah, um, not last year, but the year before. Uh, and it was 285 miles. It took us 26 hours to get it done. And not only were you fulfilled as an individual, but then I had teammates that, you know, we accomplished something that was pretty, pretty amazing. And, and it, it was like a perfect race for, for me, um, just because it provided me with the individual fulfillment that I needed. Plus, you know, 
being a cheerleader and coach and, and, you know, pulling my teammates along the way as well. So, um, you know, I just love it. I think it's, it's, it's great. And it's something that you can do for years and years and years. Yeah, absolutely. I, and it just, uh, I think the main thing is it shows what you're capable of. Um, because on paper, like <laughs> the iron, I mean, that thing, that's nuts. I mean, that, uh, I, I couldn't imagine being a, a triathlete, but at the same time, I also think that, uh, anybody that is able to push themselves that much, um, it comes with some sort of kryptonite. So I kind of like to ask you, Tony, what's your kryptonite? Like what, uh, story of failure have you had to go through? And, and really, I mean, um, did you, have you ever felt depression or, or what's the, um, the worst moment that you've ever had to endure during your lifetime? Well, I think, you know, everyone, um, endures, uh, periods of depression, periods of loneliness, periods of, you know, where you're, you feel like you're out in the world all by yourself and you don't have anything to lean on or anyone to lean on. And, you know, I had a, I, per, I had a pretty rough childhood, um, you know, of, of abuse. And, and I think for me, and I, I, I've talked with a lot of endurance people, you're kind of running from something, you know, so there's something that kind of keeps you running. And I'm not sure that, um, for me, uh, I'm not sure that I would still be here if it weren't for, um, the endurance part, because it, it, it you and I've had this conversation before. It allows you to kind of sort out things in your head. It allows you to process things in a much different way than, you know, just just the normal mundane way of doing it. Because what happens when you when you are an endurance person is that you, you spend long periods of time either running, biking, swimming. And a lot of those times are by yourself. So you have to get extremely comfortable with, you know, what goes through your what goes through your brain. And you have to kind of. It just slows the whole, it slows everything down so that you can, um, digest these thoughts and feelings of whatever it is that, you know, have been bothering you into small chunks that you can kind of sort out. And that's why, you know, I kind of let off by saying, I think, you know, this type of activity is the most, um, uh, important antidepressant that's out on the market that costs absolutely nothing other than some effort. Um, and for me, you know, my darkest days as far as my childhood and things like that. And then, you know, coming into adulthood and, and trying to face those types of things for the very first time, if I did not have this, these activities and this strong fitness background to, to lean on, I, I'm not sure how I could, um, I'm not sure how I could process things. And so it allows me to do that. And it allows me to, um, 
you know, appreciate things that probably I would just overlook. Does that make sense? Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, uh, I'm having a, a epiphany a little bit that um, it is very, very, very common for someone that is a, a huge fan of fitness to run away from their problems. And um, I guess I, I don't say that as a uh, negative thing. I say that as a positive thing. It does allow you to process the problems that you have in your life um, to get away into, I mean, great artists talk about it all the time is, is if they're really troubled with an, with a problem or even uh, great business owners will always say you have to have that some sort of escape. And I think, um, right. endurance athletes have that, that's their escape is to get away and to go out and challenge themselves and to practice every single day, even when they don't want to, it builds a, a level of confidence. And that level of confidence is the very common thread that it takes to do something that you're extremely scared of. Um, but you can only do it by practice alone. Uh, you can't just do it by thinking about it. You can't just do it by writing about it. You can't just do it by, you know, it's that one thing where you have to get physical and you have to put yourself in extreme action. And so I'd like to ask you like a little bit of a, of a question about taking action on your own business. What other um, character traits have you seen in yourself that's allowed you to be successful in your business other than just confidence? Well, I think, um, again, my work ethic is I, I, <laughs> I'm never going to be the smartest guy in the room. But I'm also going to be the guy who surrounds himself with some of the smartest guys and gals. And I have had, I, for me, uh, I will, I will outwork you. I will put in the time. I will put in the effort. I, I endure a lot more, um, probably than most would because I can, I can, I can put in the, the time. I don't know if that answers your question, but I will, <laughs> I won't stop. Yeah, until, it does. Uh, I'm satisfied with the end result and I won't stop until it, it, it's good. It's a good, it's a good product that I'm putting out. Um, and I demand that of myself. And one of the things that, you know, I'm, I'm getting better at, but I also demand it of the people that I surround myself with and what, ends up happening is that you create this team of people that 
I mean, they'll, they'll run with you, man. They'll, they'll, because in my business, we are changing lives for the better. We know that that's, that's our motto. That's our mantra. That's, that's what we live for. And when we talk about, you know, service and solution based service, we're not kidding. That's what we're going after. Um, we try to have meaningful conversations with the clients that we get in front of and we try to help them, man, because let me tell you this. Uh, one of the things that frustrates me about my industry is, you know, it, it, we, you know, we've been in the business of selling fitness. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. But if you look at the obesity rates, if you look at the diseases and, and things that are directly related to obesity, it's just, it's just been an upward tick, man. And I don't like for me, I, I take that personally because I want to help people and I'm not interested in trying to sell you something for the sake of selling you something. I want to give you a solution. And I think one of the things that I found in my career is that the solution that I'm selling is behavior change. And that's hard shit. It's hard stuff to sell because it's, it, it, it requires effort. It requires some uncomfortableness. It requires, you know, some dedication. And quite honestly, um, the people that are successful at it, they get some assistance uh, because they know they can't do it on their own. And um, every time I sit down with like a, you know, a client, uh, who who's considering uh, investing in in services you know that we provide you know I, I let them know right off the bat like if I went into your your place of business and I just gained access to where you work at but I got no training or no education or no assistance whatsoever I would be lost it's kind of like when I go into uh, you know a hardware store I don't know what I'm looking for half the time, um, but I go get some assistance, which makes the process so much easier. Um, and it makes it a lot more rewarding and I get what I need the first time and I'm not, you know, so that's, that's the kind of the analogy that I put. And I just went off on a tangent, Logan, and I don't even know where I, <laughs> where I went with that, but, uh, but, Oh, the hard work and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that I, I apply the same principles that I do with my recreation as I do with my work. And I think that, you know, I'm very, very fortunate. I've always been able to do what I absolutely love. And, um, you know, so, so my hard work doesn't really seem like work to me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Uh, the hair's, on the back of my neck are, are honestly sticking up just because I, whenever I hear that, that phrase that I'm doing work that I love and it's not really work, it's more of like, um, uh, I would pay someone to do the work that I love. Uh, and I would yeah. like to, yeah, exactly. It's amazing. And I, I dream of a world like that where people can find that thing. And I know that fitness, um, for a lot of people want to make that a, a lifestyle and make that not only their lifestyle, but one day maybe, maybe make a 
potential career out of it. What do you think is the biggest problem, though, most um, fitness influencers and fitness trainers have with breaking into the industry and actually making a living from it? Well, I think the the in my opinion, um, the the biggest obstacle. I just had a a big team meeting last Thursday, and I think I, I had some of my senior guys just give you know who are really successful and who do really well. Um, just talk to some of our our rookie rookie guys and gals who are are providing um, fitness services to to our clients. And here is the thing that it resonate. It's not about you. It's about the client. It's about their goals, their wants, their needs, their desires. And basically, you got to keep them accountable. You have to create adherence. You have to show them that you actually care and that you love what you're doing. Because if you don't, you will fail miserably. People, people will see that. People see that you're coming in there and it's just a job for you. Um, you know, because what we're, what we do, uh, whether it's in, in a group setting or it's a one-on-one setting or whatever the case is, we create real relationships and those relationships go way beyond fitness. So people share with us many, many personal aspects of their life and we have to really get to know them and we have to be able to you know, when it's out of our scope of knowledge, we have to be able to refer them to other health and fitness professionals that will get them what they need. If you are able to do that um, and make it about your your clients as opposed to about you, <laughs> you're going to be extremely successful in this business. Um, I think on the outside looking in, it looks extremely easy. Um but it isn't. It, it requires uh, a lot of effort, a lot of planning. Um, and here's another thing, Logan. You got to have some fun, man. You, because uh, guys like us, we, for whatever reason, we enjoy enduring some a little pain and suffering in, in terms of uh, exercise and physical fitness. Um, but we're we're a very small percentage. But everyone knows that it's great for them and, and that they should be healthy and those types of things. But quite honestly, most people don't want to want to get up at four 30 in the morning or four o'clock in the morning. And, and most people don't want to go after work and, and get their workout in. So they need some accountability. They need some adherence. They need some motivation. They need someone when they walk in the door for that appointment or they're checking in with, you know, with their coach or whatever, they, they've got to understand, they've got to know that, that that person really truly cares about the solution to their problem. They truly care about what's going to benefit them in the long run. Uh, it's not a quick, you know, sale of this or that or the other. It's it's a it's a combination of many things that create a solution to their problem. Whether they're overweight, they're battling heart disease, they're battling diabetes, whatever it might be. Or even those rare cases where people are trying to put on muscle and those types of things. I mean, everyone has their own need. And so what we want to do is just provide the solution that's 
the healthiest for them and we'll get them the results that, you know, that when they get to wherever their goal is, they've invested in a, in a service that is, it's been a wise investment for them. Oh man, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, one of the things that I think you brought up is, is the aspect of give and take, like being able to, to be a good personal trainer, to be a really great, um, gym for a, a client is, is being able to give and take. And, and, uh, it's a quick, route to fall into to go okay what can i take what can i get from these customers but rather first let's provide some value like the value being the good community how do you think your company right now that you work for fit club is um providing uh not only good community but raising raising their their goals and and how do they want to scale down the road in order to become not just uh a gym in Springfield, Illinois, but hopefully scale to even becoming a, a gym worldwide. Well, I think for us, um, I mean, our focus right now is to become a gym without walls. Um, so while we are leveraging uh, technology uh, right now, um, our focus and our efforts are on our people. Um, we know technology will help us get there. So we understand that we can scale relatively, I wouldn't say easy, but I think that scaling um, to a club without walls, where if you are in, in Europe and you wanted to be a virtual member of Fit Club, that's, that's quite possible to be. Um, I think that's but 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 I'm going to tell you that the the intangible that we have is we have built up in, in, in the couple of years that I've been here, we've built up a really solid team of people. And, you know, I'm betting on my people every time. Now, do I have the same faith in all the technology that we use? Eh, I like it. I use it. I, I know it allows us to scale. But. I'm betting on my people, man. I bet on my people daily to deliver great service, um, to help the clients, you know, get to their goals. Um, and at the end of the day, um, for, for us as a company, you know, our, our mantra is we, we want to change lives one member at a time, one client at a time. And, um, for me, the only way that that's possible is great people in our in, in our uh, facility who create the community that is our club. And in a very small town of Springfield, Illinois, even though uh, we're in central Illinois, we have 13,000 members in our club, in our clubs, excuse me. And, um, you know... <laughs> The worst thing that I could possibly hear from, you know, a member is, you know, I, when I come in the club, no, no one says hello to me or no one, you know, recognizes me. What I want is for everyone to walk through our doors to know that, you know, this is their community. This is their 
their home. This is their refuge from from the rest of the world. This is their outlet, and to 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 have that comfort when they when they walk in the door. Um, so for us as a company, I mean, we 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 just want to be very very focused on our clients and our members so that that their experience is just absolutely delightful. Are we there yet? Not even close. Not not. And and honestly, Logan, I hope we never get so close that we're we're close. But I always want us working really really hard to get there because I think effort and showing our clients and our members that uh, we are concerned um, it it makes all the difference in the world to them. Hey friends, so let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking, or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can, and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you. And in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share. A message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch... Just email Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com. Again, that's Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. And I I see for the gym I, I love it because it's cool that i get to kind of taste the product that you guys put out there and the product is i love the environment i think that uh oftentimes the only thing that's missing is just like you said the stuff that's outside of the walls in the gym and and um i would love to be able to consume your product outside of the gym which is you know and i think that this shows for for a lot of gym owners out there uh that may be looking to scale is by utilizing, like you're saying, technology and leveraging technology as the way to stay inside that person's mind, even when they're not at the gym. Because let's face it, Tony, if you're not resting well, if you're not eating well, then all the workouts in the world aren't going to fix those problems. You can't outwork a bad diet. You can't outwork. Yeah, that's true. 
bad sleep. So you got to be able to be in that person's ears and giving them information um, that they can consume either through uh, if they're big fans of reading, if they're big fans of listening to podcasts or uh, watching YouTube videos, to have your team members actually be inside that content where they're they're sharing blogs on what the gym offers they're sharing um certain videos on what the, they can be doing outside of the gym you know i mean everyone loves to be in the gym once you get addicted to it but every now and then you need some rest and you need to know what to do on your off days and that's where people get um confused on on uh you know beast mode and they go oh I'm all in or I'm all out. And, and there can be an incredible balance um, where people can go, okay, I want to give this person permission because they've been working really hard for the last three days and they got to give their, their body some rest. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to hit it well for those next three days that come about and to be able to provide people with that information because I know that humans are very, 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 very incredible, but at the same time, they're very, very flawed in the way that they can forget what to do for themselves when someone's not constantly telling them what to do. So to have that uh, immediacy of where they can come onto your website and pull out uh, certain bits of information or they can come out and, and maybe log on to your, your own uh, application that you guys provide is something that's down, downloadable onto the phone that where they can just type in a word and go, hey, I'm looking for some advice on what sort of active recovery I can do today because I don't want to stay out of the gym, but at the same time, I want to get back in there and I want to hit those workouts hard and I want to also nourish my body. So just having that, um, I believe, is something that most gyms don't offer. And I think it would be an, an incredible opportunity for your guys' gym to start offering. And I and I think the swim is happening, like you said, to, towards the island. That that's happening. Um, but hey, we're we're running out of time, Tony. Um, I'd love to just ask you a few more questions, and then we'll round it out. And uh, and I just want to acknowledge you for uh, all the the vulnerability you showed today, and also the immense amount of tips that you gave. Um, so uh, the, this is part of the show where I call it scratching the surface curiosity questions just to make someone feel mm -hmm. less alone and also also to uh, learn a little bit more about you, okay? Right. Awesome. So the sounds first good. question that I like... <laughs> sounds good? Yeah, sounds awesome. Uh, awesome. So the first question I like to ask is, uh, is what I call a giving's giving question. Um, what's a thought that you recently had that you're maybe a little ashamed and embarrassed, but you keep having it? Well, I think for me, uh, <laughs> I I always go back to, you know, am I doing enough? Am I am I crowding myself down or loading myself down with uh, stuff that? You know what's what's important, um, and I think for for me, uh, everything counts and everything is important. And um, sometimes uh, you 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 
kind of beat yourself up because you don't think you're doing enough. Uh, you don't think the process is going quickly enough. And for, for me, uh, yeah, I, I, sometimes I think I, I'm, I'm lacking or lacking and not getting enough done because it seems like, and, and, and Logan, you probably haven't experienced this yet, but as you get older, it seems like time goes faster and faster and faster. And so you want to, you know, you, you want to do more, be more, you want to accomplish more. And, um, it, it is embarrassing to say it, but, uh, you know, my thoughts of, you know, just not being able to keep up, um, kind of, kind of is bothersome to me. Um, so that's a long, long winded. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're so, you're so not, a, you're not alone in that, my yeah. man. Uh, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off at all. But I, I mean, like, dude, especially people that are in performance, they always, their mind always tells them they can push more and more and more. And um, that is why a community is so incredibly important and uh, someone to coach you, which leads me to my next question. Uh, just the top of your head, top of your head, like right off the bat, what are three people that have really inspired you? They can be writers or they can be, uh, personal influencers in your life or three people that, uh, constantly keep you going and, and, and push you and keep you on the right track. Well, I think, um, one is just a, a former boss and mentor of mine and that's Scott Draper out in, uh, France Pass, Oregon. He has, he runs a club out there called uh, Club Northwest. This guy is a great thinker. He's an innovator. He is a friend. Um, he and I won't talk for a little while, and then we'll spend two hours on the phone. Um, so, and and this guy is just he motivates me in ways. Um, he's one is one of the hardest companies I ever had to leave. Um, but he motivates me because, um, when I got to his company, uh, <laughs> the compass of the company is in the very middle of the compass is a circle and this inside the circle is love conquers all. And that is the essence of why we do anything. And so, um, that is a that is a man that inspires me to do good in the world um, and do good in the world by delivering the services that I can provide. Um, I have a, a couple other mentors that, you know, are inspiring. Um, Willie Schutte, who's a good friend of mine, just 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 a driver. And, you know, one of those guys who. You know, I only I, I could talk to or or go months without talking to and then reconnect and it's just it's like a like a bolt <laughs> of lightning, you know, it's it kind of feeds you the fire, so to speak. Um but those those two guys right off the top of my head are guys that you know I look up to and that are mentors to me. None of them which are writers or songwriters or musicians or anything like that, but but those guys are the guys I look up to. Oh man, that's so cool. Like 
No, you uh, you have mentors that are in your life. So I think we're a different generation, uh, us millennials, where we actually have mentors that we've never even met, <laughs> but we still <laughs> will read about them or we'll watch them, you know, on uh, on TV or see them on Netflix, and and we take their word as um, absolute. Uh, I guess the Bible, you know, and so I really love hearing that you have uh, personal influencers, but uh, I got, I, I got to end it out soon, man. I just want to ask you one more question is um, how can people support you? Anybody that's listening to this right now, how can they support you in your endeavors? Well, I'm on all the social media stuff. So, you know, any kind of shout outs. Um, I am uh, here in Springfield of uh, the clubs that, uh, I'm the director of, of production and growth at our uh, fit clubs here in Springfield. If you need any assistance in terms of health and fitness and wellness, you know, we're, we're available for you. Um, you can also reach out to me, at Tony at fitclub.com, uh, Tony Meyer at Hotmail. And then, um, you know, I've got, I, I'm always, uh, I'm always doing a little something with a little iron will. Um, it's kind of my, my little brand of, t-shirts and hats and stuff like that and you can find me uh like i said on all the social media platforms but mostly you you, you if, you, if nice. you need me you go to logan and logan will get you in the right direction man <laughs> right <laughs> oh man that feels so good yeah absolutely um the uh instagram account is instagram.com backslash tony meyer Meyer spelled M-A-I-E-R. I will include that in the show notes. So if you're driving or you're working out right now, you don't have to stop your workout and check that out. Um, you can always do it on a later date. And if you heard anything Tony or myself said today and you want to Instagram, Facebook, tweet about it, start the conversation today. Don't wait until the next, you know, podcast listener where you're like, oh, I was inspired. But, you know, I because it's the one behavior that changes the successful from the non-successful or the people that are stopping, pausing to actually make the conversation happen. Because when they hear something, they go, oh, that really inspired me. That hit me with truth. And I think instinct is a absolute ability that we as humans have, but we constantly ignore instincts time and time again when we don't follow that intuition so um tony i just want to say thanks again so much for coming on scratch your own itch i would know that this isn't the last time that we will talk we will stay in contact and uh and uh, i just want to uh stay in contact with you because you, dude you're one of one of my buddies right now honestly and i don't uh, have too many here in springfield and i really appreciate it so uh um, thank you so much. Hey, hey, Logan, I, I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Anytime that we just want to talk uh, about health and fitness, wellness, any of that stuff, please feel free to give me a shout out. One thing I want to say before I, 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 I go, and that is hesitation kills momentum, man. And um, one of the things that uh, you just talked about was you heard something on this podcast or any of your podcasts act upon it, man, because hesitation is the worst. It just kills momentum and you, you can propel yourself into the next level if you just act on what 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 moves you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, virtual high five and bro hug, my friend. Uh, this is great. 
There's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much. And it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day either made me feel less alone, made me put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share. On either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, If you meet the certain requirements, I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.